When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to give this as either a warning or a promotional tease, depending on how you feel about this particular item. Okay. But with Father's Day being less than one week away, this week, every day on the show, I am going to present some carefully curated dad jokes (laughs) every day this week. And if it goes well, I think... I might create a dad joke of the day. And make a jingle. Yeah, because don't you think that I, as a dad, now have a dad joke quota? Like, I have to make a certain number of dad jokes. At a minimum, you mean? Yeah. Not a quota, but like a... A quota. Like, a, yeah. I have to do so many dad jokes yeah. per seven-day or 30-day period. Yes. And this would be a great way to make sure I, I meet that minimum and I don't get kicked out of the dad club. Yeah, I'm okay. into it. Okay. So that's coming up on today's show. First, a couple of questions from y'all that we got on our voicemail that we need to address. Number one. Hi, Callie and Jess. I'm a new listener, and I'm from Fugue Marina, North Carolina. I'm sorry if I sound breathy, but I'm on my morning walk. But I am listening to old episodes, and Jeff mentions something about his beer can chicken recipe. was wondering if he'd be willing to share that. Thanks so much. Love listening to your show. Bye. Yes, 100% willing to share it. And... I think we are going to have, because we've shared so many recipes, either Callie's mom's recipes, my family recipes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Katie has put some of her family recipes in the Pick Me Up newsletter. My mom. T-Bird. Yeah. T-Bird. We even have a pizza recipe from Kevin Gillespie. So we're in the process of tidying up some certain sections of our website. And I think we create a recipe section. Oh, we totally do. I mean, between the people that listen, like the Upside community and like, well, between everyone in the Upside community, yes, we need to have. (laughs) Who else? Because I was thinking like, oh, and you and Katie and my mom, but we're all part of the Upside community. So that didn't make sense. So yeah, scratch what I just said. Between everyone in the Upside community, I, I almost feel like we need a cookbook. Yeah. You like a church cookbook, you know, but like we don't make it nice. We make it like one of the ones that you got in church. Like my grandmother had like one for every year from her church. What's a church? I'm not familiar with that. Is it like where every, everybody okay. in the congregation submits a recipe? Everyone who wants to. So yeah. like my grandmother and somebody call in and tell me that you either have one, your mom has one or your grandparents have one. Can I, before you describe it too much, can I tell you what's in my mind? Yes. It's a... Um, it looks like it was it was photocopied, 
Like it, it looks like it was like that's mm-hmm. how it was created. And then um, it's spiral bound, but not like a, a wire bound notebook, but like one of those spiral bound. That is exactly it. The plastic yeah. things that you used to like take to Kinko's and they would like, like go. And for some reason, the cover in my mind is yellow. I don't know why. Like Manila yellow kind yeah, of. with yeah. like a, a dull yellow. Yeah. With like, yes, that's exactly what it is. So I feel like we should do that at some point. <laughs> And put together like, you know, upside recipes, but it's not a fancy cookbook. There are no photos. It has to be like a typewriter font. Like yes. I could get the typewriter from my dad and like typewrite all of them out. Yes. And then it has to say like submitted by, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah, it'll be like our upside church cookbook, but we're and not it, a church. And <laughs> if there is a photo, it has to be a black and white photo that has been scanned and printed so many times that the, you can't really tell right. like what it looks like. You're or like, that's definitely the shape of a chicken, but I have no idea if it's cooked properly or not. Right. Anyways, yes. Upside Community Cookbook. I I feel like that's the thing. I feel like we should do it. And then what do they do? They sell them all for like 10 bucks or something super cheap. Goes to the church. Yeah. It's like a fundraiser. All right. So um, that's phone call number one. Phone call number two. Hi, it's Andrea from Indianapolis. Uh, I was listening to the episode today uh, and I was wondering if the fun free Friday giveaway is stuff from the random box that Jeff bought uh, because the juicer is just random. So I'm wondering if that is from the box full of random stuff. Uh, Anyway, have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. First of all, it's not called Fun Free Frivolous Friday or whatever she called it. It's Free Stuff Friday. (laughs) Like she's throwing in all these F word adjectives. And so that's number one. Number two, no, the juicer is not from my box, but I think that's a great idea. What if if that's a prize for Free Stuff Friday? We'll give you an unopened box of stuff from that, I forget what it's called, but the warehouse place. Well, the juicer. However, they are speaking as someone who is looking at our um, Callie and Jeff budgets. Those things are expensive. The boxes are expensive. It's like $300 for a box. But the the thing with the juicer is I looked up on Amazon shopping what's most popular right now. And I did what's most popular in the United States. And they were like 25. They were like car chargers, you know, like basic yeah. stuff. But like. I took the five things that I thought were the coolest and I'm like, what out of these would I most want? And I go, that's citrus juicer. Mm. That's cool. So that's where it came from. No, it didn't come from a box of junk. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the times that the weather person gets it wrong in our favor because they predicted storms, terrible storms. All weekend. All weekend. And Saturday morning was beautiful. Yeah, it was such a nice surprise. Yes. So anyways, uh, specifically for that Saturday morning, because it it turned into some outside time and a walk and all this cool stuff. So I'm grateful for when the weather people get it wrong. 
My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for a great night's sleep. Can I, before we like officially start the show, can I share one more thing that came in, but it was not a voicemail? Yeah. It was an email, and I don't know if you've uh, seen this, but, um, and I'm not going to say her name just because I don't know if she wants, I, I, I didn't ask her. Yeah. Okay. So she writes, Hey, Callie and Jeff, I've been wanting to write for a while. I am a daily upside listener and I am writing to let you know what an impact you had on this teacher this year. Not only were we trying to survive in unprecedented times, some of us were also in toxic work environments on top of that. My school system even made the national news for, and then she uses some colorful language to describe something that apparently happened at their school. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was at an all-time low one day, and I happened to hear your, quote, Know Your Worth podcast episode, and a light bulb went off. I was not valued and I would never be valued in the position that I was in. It was truly a toxic environment on top of the COVID nightmare that everyone was trying to navigate. So I finally got the courage to find a new teaching position and I owe it all to the two of you. Life is too short to stay somewhere where you are not appreciated. Thank you for the nudge. Hashtag a grateful teacher. Hashtag I love my job. That's so cool. The Know Your Worth episode, I think we talked about it a couple times. I think I made it a pocket podcast, and then I think we elaborated on it on the show. But so many of us, both you and I, I think, said that we were guilty of this, feel thankful for the opportunity to work at a job that doesn't appreciate us back. Mm -hmm. Like we're so, we compare our miserable employment existence to people who just don't have jobs or who are underpaid or yes. who are whatever. And we're like, well, I'm just so grateful to have a job. I can't, I've been here 10 weeks. I can't, I've been here 10 years. I can't make waves. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruffle feathers, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, all of us deserve to be in a community, whether it's a family, whether it's a job, whether it's a friend group or whatever, all of us deserve to be in a community where we are appreciated at, at, for what we contribute. Yes. And there's, you know, it, I think, I feel like, and I don't, I think this might be a generational thing, but at least the way that I was raised, like things that were a big deal that I still am like, well, that's a big deal. I can't do that are changing jobs. Yes. Buying cars and buying houses. And those things, for whatever reason, I think it was generational. Cause I think like, yes. you know, your dad has lived in the same house forever. Like my parents have owned he, two homes their entire life. When he retired, when my dad retired from his job, um, he had been there, I think. I mean, I think it was at least 35 years. But Companies, Maybe 40. Right. But companies and a lot of people have that story. A lot of people's parents have that story. Things have changed since then. Like companies are just different things where, you know, like Jeff's dad got like a month off in the summer to spend with his family and do it. But the whole company did like they had companies were just different. So I say that to say. It I, feels you know, like when I grew up, if you grow up in a house like that, I remember it was called shutdown. 
because my dad was was an engineer, a tool designer. Yeah. So he he designed machines that worked in the factory of the company he worked for. Well, the factory would shut down for a couple of weeks every summer. Yeah. And I just thought that was a thing. Here's, you know, I don't know. I'm a kid. School's out for the summer. And my dad's got two weeks off every yeah. summer for shutdown. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then I get out in the real world and I get a real job. And I'm like, so when shutdown? And people and everybody's are like, looking at you like, what? We work constantly 24 yeah. seven. We live here. Yeah. There's your cot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so my, I say that to say, I think in our head we have it stuck in and I still am guilty of this of like, it is a huge deal and intimidating and impossible to change jobs, change careers, whatever. I am telling you right now, it is not. It is not. We are making it out way larger in our heads than than it is. And I think a lot of people over the past year have maybe been forced into situations where they had to like pivot in a different direction or pivot. chose a different direction. <laughs> Jeff just scared Lily out of her mind. Oh, sorry. Um, but thank you for the friends reference. Um, but that to say messages like the one that we got. It is possible and and you you wake up every day and it is your life and you decide how your life goes. So if you're going somewhere that makes you miserable every single day, know that yes, it is a big deal to get a new job. It is not impossible and it is not as big of a thing as we all make it out to be in our heads. Right. So make the leap and trust that the net will appear. I, I love that advice. I had a session with my new life coach on Friday. And this is something I've only done. Like this is like my third time seeing a life coach. Is it is it too early to ask you? Because you kind of swapped out. You paused your therapy to try life coaching. Yeah. Is it too soon to ask you if... That is if, if like if you're happy with that decision and if there are if you can identify the differences between the two, if it's drastically different. Yeah, it's definitely different, um, which is why I'm not doing both like simultaneously. I think it would just be like too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there are, you know, like actively things that you're working on all the time. I think um, for me, I don't know, like would I recommend it. I don't know. Like I am I'm going to do it for a year. And oh, so wow. it's kind of like, you know, every two or three weeks for a year. And then I'm going to reflect on it. You know, I think life coaching is a little bit more of a not as open-ended. You know what I mean? Like therapy. I get the impression that therapy, well, I know therapy is let's, let's break down the why you are the way you are. Yeah. And I get the impression that life coaching is okay. Well, you are the way you are. So let's just take action to improve on that effective immediately. Yeah, it's it's a lot of action items, which I really like and appreciate. And one of the things that we were talking about is personal boundaries. So the way that this particular life coach goes is like there's kind of like a, you know, and everyone's different, but she has kind of like themes. And as you get further down the road of the life coaching, like more themes open up and then you talk about them, whatever. So we were discussing boundaries and we were talking about how the power in being aware of what you're saying yes to in your life and how you can very easily get to a point in your life where you're saying yes to so many people that you wind up saying no to yourself a lot 
and your whole life becomes about others in a negative way instead of becoming about things that are positive for you. I think this is probably something to especially be aware of when you become a parent. Mm-hmm. Because now you're saying yes to things for both you and your, your child. And your yeah. child. And I bet it's so, and we'll experience this in a couple of years, I'm sure. I bet it's so easy to get caught up in a wave, probably not even a wave. It's like one of those rip currents that just pulls you out of saying yes to things without actually thinking about the bigger benefit or the bigger harm. Well, and I think people, you know, I was talking to someone about this a couple of weeks ago, um, a friend of mine who was telling me like, she's someone that has always said yes to the extra hours. Yes, I'll do that to the extra project. When the boss says, Hey, who can be, yes, I'll do that. And she's getting to like, she's in her sixties and she's like, you know, have I lived my life the way that I want? Like, am I fulfilled? Like I've spent my entire life being the person that's like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll take that on because I want to be impressive, but do I want to just hang up everything and go spend a year doing things for me? You know, and, and I think that is something it's so easy to get caught up and yes, I'll do that. Or yes, without stepping back and saying, is this what's best for me? Does this add value to me? And sometimes you have to say yes to yourself and that might mean saying no to other people and that's okay. Um, but I think everybody has to identify that individually. And I know for me, I have been over the past couple of years in particular saying yes more to what's best for me, for you and our family and saying no to things that really don't do anything for my life that I was like, well, I just should do this. Yeah. I should go to dinner with someone that asked me. I should, you know what I mean? But it doesn't. No, you know what I want to be doing? Going to dinner, having family dinner with my husband and my kid, Right. you know? So anyway, I thought that was interesting and it was something that can pertain to everybody to kind of take a second and pause and step back and say, how much am I doing for other people that's taking away from my own fulfillment? And it's really uncomfortable going from the always yes person. Oh, it's awful. To the even sometimes no person. Like if, if somebody just listened to this and had an epiphany and was like, I am always the yes, I'll work late person. Mm -hmm. And I haven't gotten a promotion. I haven't gotten a raise. I haven't gotten a better job title. None of that has happened in the past five years, but I've watched other people succeed. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Callie says, Mind your yeses and nos. So I'm going to. The first time you don't speak up in a meeting, it's so uncomfortable. It's so weird. Hey, who can volunteer to do this? And you're like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But it's worth it if you can work through that uncomfortableness. Okay. Uh, dad jokes. Dad jokes. Dad jokes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How are we feeling about this dad joke music? I'm into it. Doesn't it feel very daddish? It does. Doesn't it I, feel- I'm like, I'm feeling like Hawaiian shirtish. I'm feeling like white socks. Some New Balance sneakers mm-hmm. out there in the lawn, cutting the grass. All right. Uh, this week, I think I'm going to just throw like 
two, three, maybe even four of them out every single day because okay. it's Father's Day week. Yeah. And uh, then going forward, we'll see what we do. So, all right, uh, Callie, number one. What did the three-legged dog say when he walked into a saloon? I don't know. I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. reaction that you're supposed to get with the dad joke. <laughs> Callie, you probably didn't know this about me, but I used to run a dating service for chickens. I had to quit because I was struggling to make hens meet. That is so stupid. <laughs> uh, wow. Callie and I have been struggling lately with Ellie. She's having one of them sleep regression things, but it's happening during the day. She's really really refusing to nap or she gets up early. So I guess you could say Ellie is guilty of resisting a rest. <laughs> it is grilling season and you never want to be caught without meat. How can you prevent that? Sign up for ButcherBox. ButcherBox is going to deliver high-quality, 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, or wild-caught salmon. Whatever you select to be in your box, they're going to deliver it right to your door. Packed fresh, shipped frozen, vacuum-sealed so it stays that way. And every box has about 10 pounds of meat, which is enough for two dozen individual meals. So when you pull the grill out this summer... You need to make sure you've got the meat. I know I'm covered. I'm a proud ButcherBox customer. We are proud to have ButcherBox be a sponsor of today's show. They believe that everyone deserves high-quality, humanely sourced meat, and new members will get free bacon for life when they sign up. This is backed by popular demand. Right now, new members, you heard me right, can get bacon for life when they sign up at butcherbox.com upside. That's a package of free bacon in every box for the life of your subscription when you go to butcherbox.com upside. If you've had kids at home the past year or you're a parent who has been working from home. Chances are you've had to expand your creativity when coming up with ways to entertain your kids while school is out for the summer. And for a lot of people, that means more time at home together. Leave the legwork of summer projects to KiwiCo. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month, and they have crates for kids of all ages. Now, when I say all ages, I mean even as young as Ellie. KiwiCo's Panda Crate was great for Ellie. We ordered it for her when she was two months old. She loved it. And I also loved it because it explained why every item came in the box and what developmental milestones it would help her with, which is invaluable as a new parent. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash upside. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Why? Because they're convenient, they're professional, and they're affordable. BetterHelp pairs you with a counselor or therapist, a licensed counselor or therapist who is going to be able to help you with exactly what you're struggling with, whether it's relationship issues or grief, anger, family drama, depression, stress, anxiety. 
they have got somebody ready to talk with you. And here's the deal. If you don't love the person that you're assigned, no big deal. They want there to be great therapeutic matches. They want this to work. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. BetterHelp is waiting for you. What is interfering with your happiness and how can they help you find it? I want you to start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. Join 1 million plus people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside today. Today's quote of the day is, Our drive to enlarge our net worth turns us away from discovering and deepening our self-worth. Here is your Monday edition of Three Random Things brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. Uh, Number one, the NBA championship is happening right now. I know this because the Atlanta Hawks are in the championship. Well, look at you, sports. Yeah, and uh, you know I only pay attention to sports during the last 15, 20% of the season. Jeff's a bandwagoner. Yep. A proud bandwagoner. Uh, basketball is the only major sport played in the United States that is totally American in origin. So if you're, oh. at a view, if you're at a viewing party or sports bar or something like that, throw that out. Every other major sport in the U.S. evolved from or was basically copied from a game played in another country. Except for basketball. Uh, Number two, if you are planning on having a big celebration this week or weekend, know this. Hangovers get worse the older you get. So if you are one of those people who's like, God, I can't imagine I was ever this sick when I was in my 20s. I don't remember that. You weren't. As you get older, uh, people become less tolerant of the alcohol and the sugary after effects of alcohol. So your hangover is worse as a grown-up than as a kid. And my third random thing for today, if you've been wondering how much coffee is too much coffee, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration says up to four cups of coffee per day is safe. Now, you don't want to drink all four cups in the same sitting, but four cups of coffee per day is what they consider safe. I know there's somebody right now laughing at that because they get like four shots of espresso in the morning. Yeah. And they get, then they have coffee at lunch and Those they have coffee. with fascinate me. Uh, I used to work with a guy that drank like nine or ten cups of coffee a day. Oh, my gosh. Even at like towards the end of the workday. And I was just like, my um, My dad will get a cup of coffee after dinner. Decaf? No. It doesn't bother him at all. So weird that. Been out to, to, to a restaurant with him. I remember l- last time we were up there visiting, we went to that diner near his house. Mm-hmm. And after the meal came, he's like, hey, can I have a cup of coffee? Maybe even got it with his meal. I don't know. Weird. But I'm like, dad, it's six o'clock at night. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. So those are my three random things. I was talking to a friend, shockingly, on the phone the other day. And she tells me that she is deep cleaning her fridge, like not like cleaning out her fridge and throwing like tossing stuff that's past the expiration date. Not opening the cheese drawer and looking and saying, oh, this expired in March. We're not even that. I'm like, what has mold on it in here? I'll toss that out. (laughs) Or playing the game. Something in the fridge smells. Right. What is that? And you you pick up everything that's like Tupperware or wrapped and you're like... 
It's not that. Oh, there it yep, is. There it. it is. Um, she tells me that like once a month she is scrubbing out her fridge. No way. Do people do that? No way. Monthly? Crazy. I don't think I've ever in our fridge in this house or the last house, I don't think I've ever scrubbed down our fridge. If something spills in it, I'll clean it. But like, are you supposed to like get soap and water and scrub out your fridge? I with and with you, I think the fridge gets deep cleaned when something leaks. Something on the top shelf leaks. You know, and then it runs down and it gets on the shelves below and then it gets into the little vegetable drawer. I was just kind of, I got to clean it off. I mean, I was assuming with no scientific evidence whatsoever that if it's in a cold temperature, it's like not as dirty or something, which is probably like ridiculous, but. Oh, no, that's not ridiculous. That's just, that's a, that's a simple belief. If it's, if it's in the fridge or the freezer, it's sterile. Because germs can't live in cold temperatures. Um, if it's organic, it's low calorie. Yeah. Like, I just believe that. Those are just things that I believe. Anyway, so I had, like, a random moment. Like, I didn't say anything to her, but we were talking, and then she said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, me too. Like, we're supposed <laughs> to do that? It's like when you guys said, what was it, last year, that everyone was like, oh, my God, you don't wash your towels after every use? And I'm like, what? No. Remember that? Oh, and no. And I was like, oh my it God, wasn't so nasty. It was like, yeah. I wash my towels once a week. I'm like, we're supposed to wash your towels once a week? What? Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word upside to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. All right. Dateline Callie is in the house right now. Put on your Dateline hats. There is a truck that has been sitting outside of our house for like three days. No movement, whatever. And it's notable because it's a corporate truck. It's not, and it's a really nice truck. Like it looks, I was like, oh, that's a fancy truck. Like, you know, it's like a fancy van. It's got a fancy logo. Um, No one's been in the truck for like at least three. I haven't even seen a human near the truck. I saw the guy who pulled up and parked it. Where did he go? No idea. Okay, so this But I saw him pull up and I saw him in there because what caught my eye is it's a medical Well, that's the thing. So I didn't know what it was, right? So I threw a Google on it. Did you throw a Google on it? No. Okay. So they sell some sort of like super high-end ophthalmology medical equipment. Now there's no reason that should be in our neighborhood. It's not like we like live next to a medical office building or whatever. Like it's weird, right? What's ophthalmology? Is that eyes? Eyes. Yeah. Um, So then- That's a whole van full of which looks better, number one? Pretty much. Or number two? Number two? Okay. Number which looks better? Three? Three. I hate that thing. Or four. Three or four. Okay, which looks better? Five, five, or six. Okay, which looks better now? A, A, this is A. Okay, B, this is B. A, B, A. Do you ever say, I don't know? B, yes. I do too. I'm like, it was I have no so, idea. What, one time I said, uh, they look almost the same to me. Yeah, I'm like, It I was know. liberating liberating. I only started saying I don't know like two years ago. Before that, I would always be like, uh, hey, I don't know. Anyway, 
So this track, this weird track has been parked like in our neighborhood. And then Jeff comes home yesterday and he's like, they also have like out of state plates. So it's also like a little weird. And I was like, what state? I don't know. So I drove by yesterday. It's from Minnesota. I don't know why, but I'm like, should we take a picture of it just in case it's doing something bad and like we need to like out somebody on Dateline? Like I, you know, as much as I don't want to be a crime victim because I absolutely do not, I also am like, what if I could be the neighbor in the Dateline story that like saves the day? Like, well, we noticed. Well, it's so I went out and took a picture of the truck. The truck was missing. I thought that you were going to say that it was a truck that like transported dead bodies or something. The fact no, that it's ophthalmology equipment. Yeah, no, but there's no. Not equipment though, like high end, like lasers, like like tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's just weird. Like, why is it here? Why is it sitting there? Why is it not moved? Where is the person? Like, who just drives an ophthalmology truck and is like staying with one of our neighbors? Like, this from, weird. From Minnesota. From Minnesota. It's not like someone in our complex like owns the company, you know? Maybe it's time for you to stop watching Dateline. Why would, that's blasphemy. Why would you even say that? Hey, Callie and Jeff, I'm listening to today's show and listening to Jeff talk about how much weight he lost after his ordeal with his tooth and getting his wisdom teeth pulled out. And I will say that I had my wisdom teeth pulled out all four, maybe three or four years ago as an adult. And it was honestly one of the best weight loss plans I've ever been on. I think I dropped like 20 pounds. Um, it actually makes me wish that I had more wisdom teeth to lose. So just wanted to share. Okay. Bye. It has been a whirlwind of a year. And to be honest, coming up with creative Father's Day gift ideas has me stumped this year. If you are like me and you feel stumped on what to get the father figure in your life, let me introduce you to StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps the loved ones in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and their personal thoughts. So what exactly does that mean? Well, each week, StoryWorth will email your dad a different story prompt, and they'll have questions in there like, what is your favorite story about your father? Or what are the things that you were most proud of in your life? Things that maybe you wouldn't think to ask them, or maybe they're just like awkward to ask in person. And after one year, StoryWorth is going to compile all of your dad's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free, and you can order books for the entire family. Jeff and I gave it to our dads for Father's Day last year, and there truly is no more meaningful gift. Give your dad the most meaningful gift this Father's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com upside. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com com slash upside for $10 off. Hey guys, Jeff, you are talking about the amount of gadgets, the average amount of gadgets that people have in their house. And when you said the number, I thought, wow, that's a lot. And then I started counting all of ours and I'm a little concerned. And there's only two of us that live there. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Ashley from Las Vegas. Movies that have scarred you for life. Urban legends. Literally, all I think about any time I get in my car, I check my back seat because of the girl in the movie who the gas station attendant is trying to tell her that someone's in her back seat and it's probably going to kill her. And she freaks out and gets scared and then starts driving off and the guy pops up and chops her head off with a machete. To this day, I check my back seat. Is it ridiculous? Completely. But do I feel safer? 
10,000%. So I agree with you, that movie scar us for life. Movie, you're 32, 42, 52, you remember this dumb So have a great day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Josh. Okay, so a random fact um, that you could share is in Australia, they don't say rock, paper, scissors. They say scissors, paper, rock. And they kind of do like a chant. They're kind of like scissors, paper, rock. It's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Um, I follow these young guys on Instagram called the Inspired Unemployed, and they're so funny, and they're Australian, um, and they do little skits all the time. That's how I learned that. Everything really is upside down. Australia. Okay, bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Liz. I was just listening to Friday's show. Piggybacking, Jeff, on what you're saying about having the key fob battery in your car, um, I can tell you I personally have number 2025. It's like a small round disc battery. Um, But what happened is the first time I ever had to change it, I figured out what it was, and then my mom wrote it down in my owner's manual so that the next time I had to get a key fob battery, I didn't have to worry about opening it up to find it. I just knew it was, once I got, like, the low battery light for the battery, um, I was able to just go in and get it. So two options for you. I love keeping it in your car and then keep having it written down um, in your owner's manual is helpful, too. Love you guys. Bye. It is our failure to become our perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy, but if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.